This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's the success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Ray, what's up? Doc, doc, doc. Now, good to see you, man. What's up? Well, I'm stoked because, I mean, today we get to talk to really the man behind the legendary workouts. So I, I want you to take some time to introduce him, but I'm really honored to be here with him. Yeah, you know, I wanted to share people with people what I think, you know, you never know what's behind the scenes. And uh, I'm going to let my trainer share a little bit of his story on how we first met and, and how this thing came together. But I don't know if, if two people were, were better connected to me. And you know what's interesting, Doc? I'm, tech, I'm talking about at the exact time that we met. Mm. And so I'm, you know, I'm gonna bring on my guy Monty Sanders. I, I'm I'm telling you, um, I cannot tell you my career is where it's at without this guy. Um, yeah. and so life for me, you know, I think life because I had many trainers, but I never had a brother that trained me, you know, somebody that I could, you know, ask to go go through it with me. You know, yes. like feel feel, you know, don't just tell me what to do and and we learned that. We learned that as men, and, and we made so many steps as men. So going forward, I just want to introduce my partner, my my, my, my brother, my, my anything um, that he, anything he needs in life, he always has it. My trainer for over 20-plus years now, Monty Sanders. Oh, what a blessing to be here, man. Yeah. I, I love it. I love the title, Life in Sports, because it's, it's really a magnificent story if you just sit and, and put it together and think about it. Yeah. 100%. You know what? Yeah. Monty, first of all, I mean, I want to tell you welcome too to the show. I, uh, we really, it's an honor to have you. Ray's told me before in the past, like he's really made it clear that at one point he recognized he did not want to go through stuff unless somebody was willing to go through it with him. So I've heard about you for a long time now and he's really sung your praises. So I'm so, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Well, I'm, I'm honored to be here, man. And, I'm just blessed to be a part of the story, man, to play a small part in, in in your journey. I just thank God I was able to witness it all, man. After they won the Super Bowl, that's when I stepped in. Uh, so they had already won one. It was already considered one of the best defenses ever. Uh, coincidentally, I was just going through my, my journey in life. I was pretty much on a faith walk. Uh, I had done it all as far as the women and the girls and the games. And I came to a, a point where God just broke me down and uh, I gave it all to him. I don't have one of those stories where, you know what? One day I woke up and I said, OK, God, let's go to work. No, I hit rock bottom. Nowhere to go. Like mm. he was the only thing I had. 
And I rolled with that faith. But the one thing I had that I always used to do every day was work out. Okay. Work out every single day. Five miles, five miles. Get a job, run my five miles before work, after work, run another five miles. I was the guy in corporate America that, that just came from working out. I'm at work or I got my gym bag. I'm going to, to the gym after work. <laughs> and a uh, good friend of ours, Eric Green uh, from Savannah, that's where I'm from. He was like, oh, you, we met Ray in 97, but they won the Super Bowl. He's having some at his house. He was like, why don't you come over with me? I was like, man, I'm excited to see him. At the time, I was so prayed up. I'm just into God. I'm just focused. I'm, I'm on my workout. So I met him. We had fun. And then we just connected. We started talking about life and the story of David. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is weird. Okay, wow. We're talking about David. Mm. And all of a sudden, he said, what you doing tomorrow? He, I said, I'm working out. He said, well, I'm working out too, man. Why don't you come on through? We get a workout. And, man, we went through it. And uh, at the end of it, he said, man, I never had someone that really finished a workout with me. Yeah, because wow. I seen Jesus that I seen Jesus that night. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, it, and, it's, and it's so weird because all those days of getting up early, all those days of going out and uh, working out after work, all that sacrifice. Maybe it was just for this one moment to be ready for this one opportunity. So there's somebody out there that's just on the grind. They're working, still not seeing the benefits of it. They living check to check. You just got to keep going, but you got to be ready for that one opportunity. Yeah, because you so, didn't even know. You didn't know that that was all going to lead to that. Oh, absolutely not. But listen to this, though. So listen to this. He's watching the Super Bowl game, right, the, me against the Giants. And I'm having this, you know, the game I was having against the Giants. And you look at the TV and say, what? We've never met each other now, Doc. Watch this now. Now, this was the first half because, you know, I'm watching the dominant defense. I'm like, and now I'm deep into my faith wall. So I'm like, if God give this man the MVP, Lord have mercy. After all he's went through, <laughs> what if God give this man the MVP? And he got the MVP, and I met him a month later. Wow. And here we are, almost 20 years later. Wow. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. So we started working out, man, religiously. He was like, I got to have you with me all the time. And, boy, did we lose a lot of family and friends. And you not come home. You never come home. But it was boot camp. I went to a military high school in Savannah, and he was disciplined. So our common denominator was discipline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being on time and professional and really into it. It wasn't no, no partying. It was work. We worked out four times a day. See, you wow. know what's funny with him telling that story, Doc? With now when I talk to my sons and we talk to kids, we've done many camps together. It's the things, it's the small things of discipline that means everything. If a meeting started at eight, I'm there at 745, Doc. Right. I'm, 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 I'm locked in. You know, I, I remember times we used to walk downstairs and we used to meet on the sand. And if we said eight o'clock, Doc, we both out there at seven fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like we chilling. Like and 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 at, and at times, you know, it, we were so disciplined that you know there were times we would walk out there honestly, and we wouldn't even speak to each other for years. Like this went on every every year. There's no conversation in in the workouts. You you kind of you really you you really excuse my language. You pissed off. His yeah, 
Well, Ray yeah. says about that being pissed off for greatness, and I love that. Like, everybody knows I specialize in anger management, but I actually agree with that statement 100%, because really what anger is is motivation. So uh, if you can channel it in the right way, the the epitome of the right way is what Ray says, which is be pissed off for greatness, which I, I definitely agree with. Hey, dog, let me tell you something that I, I watch that we that we now have started to watch people do. Nobody's pissed off anymore, dog. Everybody's comfortable with being exactly where they are. Mm. But when you pissed off the way I was pissed off my whole life, dog, that was the only way I would feel it is to give everything I had. And that's why I think. It started to evolve into this movement of, you know what, man? We started looking at each other differently, like, you know what, man? This this can be our way out. Like, this can be our escape. Like, like what do you want to do? And I was like, man, listen, bro, I'm trying to be the greatest of all time. I'm not talking about linebacker. I'm talking about football player. Hmm. I don't care who you line up against me. They Numbers, whatever you want to put out there, they got to deal with me, doc. So our thing was... We worked, man. We worked. I've never worked like that so much in my life. That's that's when I really found really that this strength comes from the spirit and the mind because everything we would write down and do, it was created to fail. So the body would fail every single workout. You survived the workout due to the, the strength of your mind and your spirit. So we started to understand the three part beings like we we grew we grew as men. Okay, we got six miles of interval training in the morning at six. Go through all abs that day, no weights. Okay, abs before, abs after. So you done a thousand abs. That evening, okay, you got it again. You got another six miles on the interval. Then you go <laughs> back to bed before you go to bed and you close off with over a thousand more abs. Like nobody's <laughs> going to bed without doing those abs. The first thing in the morning. We rolled over and did abs, then the day started. Like, and there were days I was like, wow, do I just really, I got my degree, semi-educated, semi-intelligent. Can I just go back to corporate America? Is it worth it? My (laughs) God, is this worth it? And then my purpose became greater than the training because then I started, we started talking about being men and the things I overcame and the things he overcame. And how we start to deal with certain things like women and gambling and having fun, okay, and changing that lifestyle and seeing how God is protecting us while we're going through all this. Because, I mean, this started 2001. Yeah, and then this is what's funny. So we meet at the exact same time. And we both, you know, we were curses. Like we were cursed to have fun. We were cursed to tell a joke. We were cursed to be a part of the group. You know, we both had earrings. Everything. And so after we started getting really serious to really understand how serious it was on what I was really trying to do in life, period, it became, okay, we sit down one night and never forget him. We was like, what do you want to do, bro? You want to, you want to go ahead and be the total man? Like, mm. just be the total dude. Just become that total guy. And he was like, what does that mean? Let's do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. If everybody got earrings in their ears, we pulling our earrings out. We pulled our earrings out. If everybody cursing, let's stop cursing. Now, ain't as easy as what you think it is because right. we stopped cursing and we used to give money to churches and stuff as it started to pile up. Yeah, like if you say a curse word, you got to put money in the pot. In the pot. <laughs> so, by the end of the, 
So I mean, this went on for years. For years. So by the end of the week, Doc, I'm putting in thousands of dollars. <laughs> oh my God! I'm putting yeah, right? so much money. I mean, that's just that's just how focused we was. We never perfect, but that's just yeah. how balanced and focused we was. And so by the time a football season would come up, because think now, it's been over a decade of this. You know, we were so zoned in. No disrespect to the Ravens, but the workout programs were a downgrade to the work that we were used to doing. That's when those guys really, I mean, he really was starting linking into the film. I mean, I was watching so much film. I knew the game. I mm. knew the game. But because he was so in tune, in tune spiritually, he started visualizing the plays, visualizing the interception, visualizing the sack, all that. He used to be like, well, how does Ray have all that energy before the game and still play at a high level? I'm like, do you understand how we trained? That's nothing. Nothing. That's the mm. warm-up. Doc, I used to go to – I used to go – this is the truth. I used to go to camp, and I used to get out of shape in camp. Jeez. I mean, I used to, we, used to seven, see, we used to train seven times a day, and we get in tra- camp, and we train for two and a half hours. To hear that yeah. is is amazing. I mean, just think about this, like I say, from an average fan, and and then working with so many athletes. People say they want like what you have, Ray, but I don't think that they want it when they realize, like when they hear this, like when they hear Monty say, "This is what you actually did." That working in an NFL workout was a was kind of taking making you get out of shape compared to what you were in. Doc, listen to me. This is what I'm trying to tell you. When we traded all of those things in, we went away from money and we started doing push-ups on demand. Doc, let me tell you something. You don't feel money when it leaves your pockets. That's why people can get rid of it and that's why people love it so much. But let me tell you about challenging your body physically every time you step down there, anywhere you at. It's another thought process that, that, that I beg, I beg fathers and I beg single parent mothers or whoever is single parent, push your kids to the limit. Because if, if there's something on the other side of it, I keep telling people this about pain. Pain has two sides of it. Pain has a physical side that if I pinch you, yeah, you will feel that. But pain has another side is if you can find where it hurts and push through that, there's glory on the other side of that, Doc. Mm. After every workout, we mm. would look at each other and say, I don't know how I made that. And I'm telling you, you talk about being pissed off for greatness, being pissed off for greatness and anger. Anger. And all that comes with pain and embracing your pain. We talk about that a lot. Pain is only temporary, so forth and so on. But really... Pain is the seed for change. And the harder the pain, the quicker the change. So we both were like damaged already. And he was at his level. I was at my level, not happy with myself. You know, am I letting my mom down? Can I not do enough? I mean, but I never gave it. I, I found out about our mind and our body and our spirit. And we started to think about how can we become better men? Not just, okay. We ripped, we in shape. Wow, that's another Pro Bowl. That's another first team all pro. Okay. We didn't win the Super Bowl. Okay. So what else can we do 
and we start becoming better men, like you said, with the earrings. Started well, cursing well, that. Let's, I mean, listen, I, I'm kind of floored listening to this because I can't imagine uh, Ray having that moment in a workout where he's feeling like he's meeting Jesus because I know that the second I worked out with him when five minutes into the workout, I met Jesus. So I can't imagine how much you've done. So after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about, I mean, what I want to do is really focus on the listener too, who might be down in those low spots and kind of give them keys on the way to get themselves out of that. So we'll be right back after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, we're back, and uh, we have the Ray Lewis's trainer, Monty Sanders, who has literally helped Ray become the legend that he is. Um, before the break, we were talking about how you kind of have to get Monty, you were saying you got to get to that low spot. And, and we've all three kind of said about that pissed off for greatness. And something that I like to make people aware of on a psychological level is this, the, the lowest form of awareness is shame. Like when people live in shame, they act out of shame, right? If I feel like I'm a no good piece of nothing, then I go out and I hurt other people and I do those things. And then we have things like depression and anxiety. But above those, and this is neat, above those is anger. In other words, we would rather be angry than stuck in anxiety and depression and shame. But, and here's the key, there's all kind of good things above anger, love, knowledge, all that stuff. But here's what I think is really interesting and I'd like to talk to you guys about. When you describe being pissed off for greatness and you describe working out and channeling it in the right way, well, to me, this is a key to help people who are struggling with depression and anxiety get out of that because you're saying, look, let's, let's wake up, let's channel our physical selves and make it something spiritual. Man, listen, we were going through things and we was, we were both trying to find balance and and how do you balance out life how do you how do you just just become that person that role model and so we would deaths were coming in the family man so frequently it was like crazy how many people were passing in in each other's families and you know and then you know personal attacks personally would come from at him and then they would come at me and it was just coming from so many different places so what we did was I think we formed a brotherhood of that you can come around me, I will come around you, you won't judge me, you won't look at me differently, mm -hmm. you will only give me positive energy and you will oh push me. Mm -hmm. And that's what and, and that's where we started to say, I need to be around that more. And guess what? Maybe we have to be selfish. Look, I'm gonna ask you for something right now, brother. I'm gonna ask you to 
Come, come, come live at my place in Boca. Come to my beach house. Just chill and just train with me every day. And I promise you, we'll figure out what's going to come from that. But right now, let's just get to the other side and let's just see if we can pull this off. Man, I'm man, just... it it mm. was nothing. But it if you came around and your energy wasn't good, you wouldn't last long around. Mm. I mean, that's just the way the energy had to be. Right, that's right. The atmosphere had to be. We were selfish in that right. Selfish. In that right. If anything disturbed our peace, had us missing a workout, that's... That's a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm mad the next morning because I'm going to bed early because I'm older than him. So I'm out there warming up before the warm up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like this is nothing that came before that. Yeah. And see, that's what, listen, to the, to the, to the person, to the one's person that's, that's listening and want to chase this, this one thing of greatness and you see it, you see it. But your phone rang and it's somebody that your spirit changes the moment you pick up the phone and, and you just don't feel right. That person don't need to be in your life. Mm. And if they're in your life, you just got to figure out where they fit and where they don't fit. See, Doc, let me tell you something. Younger, younger, I wasn't man enough to say no as quick as I am to say no now. Mm-hmm. You see, sometimes everybody that's around you ain't headed to your same destination. Right. And so you got to stop in the middle of that destination on one of those pit stops and you got to look who's weighing my load, who's making my load heavy. And man, I, I and, 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 and somebody right now, I'm telling you, is on the brink of, of, of doing something that they don't want to do, saying something to somebody that they don't want to say. And if I was to challenge you, I would say change yourself first. Be man or woman enough yourself to walk away mm-hmm. before you. But before that, that's why I've never had too many run-ins with people, Doc. Honestly, because once I saw that somebody wasn't really good for me, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, you, you really gone. I'm gone. Yeah, like, you know the way I live. I mean, we don't even have to talk. We it's like a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, and 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 that's what. It, and then we started to tap into. Guess what? Silence. Is way louder than you think. Mm-hmm. Silence is actually loud. Like coming in the house, we wouldn't turn on the television. No, we didn't want to listen to nothing if it was. There was not no positive. news. There was no, 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 no nothing. No nothing, man. It was like listen. You doc, cleared your minds, doc. We cleared our mind, doc. We was getting up. We was listening to messages, sermons every day. Two and three times a day. The workout was no disrespect to my favorite rappers. It wasn't Biggie, it wasn't Tupac. It was gospel music. Like that would that would clash into our way our spirits was. Like we was in synergy with our, our mind, body, and spirit. And maybe that's the way somebody need to be. Like maybe they was like me one time. They were physically strong but spiritually dead. You gotta spend time with all three parts of your being and discover you who you are. You are spirit that you have a mind and you live and you have a soul. Mm-hmm. You're a three-part being. So, so many of us going around feeding the body to body, figuring out what's wrong, what's depression. We feeding, we're not feeding our spirit. Now, if you got on social media, especially during this time of election, your mind, you sad one day, your energy's down, and you don't even know why. Maybe you're just watching the, the, the election. Well, yeah. It affects your mood. You're yeah. like, I'm, why am my energy low? Well, you've been watching CNN and Fox all day. That's all, you're 100% so that, right. 
Yeah, like, so that's that what's happening. So that would affect our mind and our spirits, and that was not allowed. For So for somebody that's going out there, connect with your first yourself first. You know, it's not it's not selfish to be the focus on yourself first. When you go on a flight and they say, in case we lose oxygen, grab your mask, they said, put it over your head first before assisting your child. Yeah. Because you can't help nobody else until you help yourself first. Right. So, you know, that's the way we work. The well, mind, the body, and spirit. You're right. Mind, body, spirit. And something, um, Ray, you said that kind of gave me the chills is that somebody out there listening right in this very moment is on the verge of making a really bad decision. And they're really on the verge of being influenced by friends. So I really appreciate what both of you are saying, because I think this is something that we want to almost reach in our listeners' hearts and say, if you're about to do something like that, listen to what these two are saying and and turn off the noise. Step away from the people who are leading you down the wrong path. Hey, dog, check this out. I can't, i never forget this. I came out of the tunnel one time, and I realized that I was thinking about something or somebody that I know didn't need to be around me. And that's when I figured out that day that I was pissed off for passion. So when I'm walking out the tunnel, People will think I'm screaming one of those times for for actually finna go into battle, but I'm actually freeing myself, Doc, saying I'm not going backwards. Mm. When I when I come out this tunnel, that's dead. That situation dead. I'm done. And I'm screaming, Doc, and I'm and when I and when I finally got to the loudest of loudest I can scream, and I looked around that stadium and I said that God darn it, be free. Mm. And I start playing the game free. Mm. I start playing the game with freedom, man, that my mind became this thing that I was in the moment. I was in the arena. I was in there for one thing. I'm there to do battle. Wow. Oh, man. It's it's a place man. of complete freedom in your mind when you get there. I'm, I'm, I'm screaming to somebody right now saying, find freedom in your mind and, your, and everything you do will be glorified. And I'm telling you, once you come to yourself and you have that moment by yourself right now, I want you to really understand this. There's no one that's perfect, but God really accepts you the way that you are, a lot more than man. So you don't have to come to God perfect. That's why in my field, people say, oh, Monty, I'm going to start come training with you when I get in shape. I'm like, that don't make sense. You come as you are. (laughs) That's the way... That's the way God accepts us. Come as you are. So no matter what you've done in the past, no matter what your flaws are, no matter what your addiction may be, you come as you are to the one that loved you beyond anything you can imagine. And then he uses you based on your heart. So sometimes... Well, well, I was going to say, what I love about what you said is what the two of you do is provi- you found each other to provide that unconditional support. And I, I've made my career out of my yield theory, which was all about walking into prisons and saying to people, look, I accept you right here and now. Let's, 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 whatever's happened in the past, happened in the past. I want to help you change from this moment forward. I don't need you to be perfect. I don't need you to be anything other than what you are. And I love that you said that because I really believe that's what we as strong people need to give the world, which is that strength to say, I accept you however you are. I love that, man. Yeah, man. Doc, listen, and, 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 and I'm telling you, it's why 
I started changing the, the, the thought process behind the dance, right? So when I started going to the left, it was for the father. When I started, came back and came to the right, it was for the son. When I came down the middle, it was for the Holy Spirit all in one. But I was free. Let me tell you something. Doc. I'm, listen, man, my swagger was so crazy, like it is now as a man. Mm -hmm. When my feet hit the ground, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Because now you have you have something that, that, that I want people to take back. And that's who you are. That's your true identity. Forget the brand, right? Because somebody can like the brand one day and then hate it the next. Right. The identity solidifies your destiny. Yeah, mm -hmm. and understanding who you are is, is a major part of it and your purpose on your life. I tell people all the time, whoever listening out there, if they just take a second and look at the palm of their hands. Just take a second and look at the palm of your hands. Right? There's over 7 billion people in this world, and there's the only fingerprint of you, mm -hmm. no matter what. You can be tracked by that. There's only one. Just, mm -hmm. just like that means that God put you here to do something that nobody else could do it the way you could do it. Wow. <laughs> so when you take that and you run with it, your gifts make room for you. Your gifts make room for you. That was phenomenal. I was staring at my hands the whole time you were saying that. That is Dude, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, you have to know who you are and believe and trust that God don't make no mistakes. You you here for a reason. Popularity, popularity, popularity is man given. Legendary is God promised. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you, it's a faith ride. Now it's not an easy ride. Yeah. That's what reminds me of the last ride when you played football. I call it the faith ride because when he went out with the triceps and he came, he came. I'm talking about it was quiet in here. Doc, I popped my tricep. We all come to this same spot, and it's so quiet because I didn't talk to him. So if we know, like this. Oh, you out for the year? Yeah, hmm. they they talking about I'm done, and I'm saying, Doc, and I'm and I'm you know, and I shouldn't have did it, right? And I would challenge people not to do it, but I'm I'm watching these news feeds, and I'm watching all of these people, and I heard this one guy. I won't say his name, but I heard this one guy say. As great as he was, I mean, it's terrible that Ray Lewis' career ends today. And yeah, I said, yeah, we'll never see him play again. We'll never see him play again. And I said, there goes that anger again. There goes that <laughs> pissed off for greatness, right? I, I said, wait a minute. And so where, where where do you go from there? You go to your faith. And so we prayed. Yeah. And he went and he said, God, I'm going to give him all I got. And, I, and, and you give me all you got. And. We could pray. We start getting calls. You know, maybe it's a slight hope here. You know, mm -hmm. who knows, Ray? Ray called. I'm right here on the couch with him. He called Ozzy. Just wait, Ozzy, before you put me on that. I may need you to put me on IR. Hey, yeah. He said, don't put me on IR, which was injury reserve. Yeah. Right? It was the one thing, right? Because they got to declare you that you're out for the year. And I said, Ozzy, you got to trust me. You got to trust me. Do not put me on IR. He said, Ray, what do you want me to do? You want me to hold a spot? But Ray, you got a torn tricep. You out for the year. I say, Ozzy, don't put me on IR. I'm coming back. So he said, you know, if anybody could do it, I believe it's what he told the media. You know, if anybody could come back, I believe Ray could come back. Meanwhile, the prayer has been prayed and we working. Okay, he get the surgery. But, you know, 
he comes out and that's when you told the team, I'm coming out, but this could be my last ride. Now, I'm saying a faith ride with this because the mind was already made up, win, lose, or draw, that we was good with what God was, whatever outcome God was. But God, so make a long story short, he come back. Somebody add up those tackles from the Colts game because this is the stuff people don't talk about. Remember now, I was in the trenches. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, he's a step too slow, I'm like, name me a linebacker who hasn't come off the field on third downs in 17 years. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> name me a linebacker that has come has not come off the field, middle linebacker, on third downs in 17 years. I love Luke Keekley, but he got a long way to go. I was waiting on Pat Willis, but Pat Willis let it go. Great player. 17 years. So these are the things I, I take pride in, you know, because right. I'm, I'm I'm in the trenches. I'm like, okay, we got MVP defensive player of the year. Okay, Ed joins the camp the next year. He gets defensive player of the year. Okay, our workout is so phenomenal. We produce back-to-back defensive MVPs. Wow. Wow. Listen, we are here with Monty Sanders. This is This is really absolute gold that we're talking about right now. We're going to take a break uh, for our sponsors. When we come back, I want to hear, really, I'd love to hear from you, Monty, about what what it was like with Ray when he first stepped in the training room after that tie-sep chair. We'll be, wow. we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back here with Monty Sanders, Ray's longtime trainer. We were talking before the break about that, about that tear. And I really loved, like, it's, it's moving to hear the passion in your voice that you train people who ended up being back to back, uh, defensive, uh, defensive MVPs. Um, tell me about what it was like with Ray the first time he stepped in the training room after that injury. I wish I could tell you he came back raw, raw, man. He was distraught. He was in pain, but he was hopeful. I mean, it's, it's 24-hour treatment. When I say around the clock, man, I mean around the clock. I mean ice, hyperbaric chambers, ice. I mean a protocol to a T. I mean took our training expertise to the next level. Good days, bad days. That's how faith wall works, especially for somebody out there that's struggling. You know, it's not a smooth ride. I hate mm-hmm. those stories like, oh, I had faith. And your life was great. <laughs> no, it's a struggle. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. But he started getting more movement. And at that time, he had made up in his mind he was going to play regardless. I mean, a month before people thought he was going to play. But that's what it was like, man. So him to come back for that first cold game, I believe it was like 13 tackles. So we see the future Hall of Famer, they say, Andrew Luck, the first round. Bam, we beat him at home. The next week, we see the great Peyton Manning. Beat Peyton Manning on the way out. The next week, Tom Brady, the great Tom Brady, who's phenomenal even right now. We take him out. And wow, here comes the hot thing, the run and shoot offense. Colin Kaepernick, hot at the time. We take him out. So I'm in the training, so I'm like, wait a minute, that's two Super Bowls. I'm not going to be selfish because it's the ultimate team sport. You played in two Super Bowls on two totally different defenses within 10 years, and your first touchdown given up was in six and a half quarters. You almost played two Super Bowls without a touchdown being scored. Wow. Went six and a half quarters. Those are things that I keep track of. First player, 40 interceptions, 30 sacks. You know, that's the stuff I think about the people that we went across on the way on the way to that final ride. So at the end of games, people would see him on his knees 
and they wouldn't even understand the glory he was giving God. Like, are you serious, God? We just went into Denver and we beat Peyton Manning on his knees. Oh, my God. Go to New England. They had the retirement party up there, the billboards. It ends here. We beat Tom Brady in New England. We go to the Super Bowl. You know, he on his knees at the end of the Patriots game. Okay, it's the San Francisco game. He tells Jacoby Jones before he goes out, you can restore a touchdown. And he does it. Sometimes the Lord will grant you vision during your faith walk. So at the end of it, when he got the confetti, which is the ultimate, they call it the last ride. Me back home, I call it the faith ride. That's mm. what somebody on right now. They on a faith ride. It's all got to be connected by faith. If you can see it now, you don't need faith. That's why when you went and said it was our, my last ride, y'all didn't win the Super Bowl then. Y'all weren't even in the playoffs. People don't even know you only lost one game that year, bro, when we played Philadelphia week two. The rest of them, you never lost a game that year. I mean, I'm in the trenches, so I keep different stats that people don't talk about. Hebrews 11-1. Yeah, see, when you work with them, those are the stats that, yeah. I, that I go over. You know what I mean? See, and, and you know what, uh, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of vocal. You know, if you didn't know me by now, I'm really vocal. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think we had goals, you know, and this is what I tell people. Every goal I had, I can take you in my books right now, Doc, and every one of them was written down before they was accomplished. Hmm. You know, when I, when I felt my greatest pain is when I also was promised glory at the end of it because I knew, I said, when I got hurt and I started training and I had nine doctors and I'm going through all of this pain and one some days I got up and I never forget I was sitting in the bed and I said I I can't go I I, I I'm trying I, I it, it ain't time and 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 then then you know it ain't I, I don't have that much time because there's a clock right there's only weeks left and I'm saying we won't do it and I, and I and I don't know if I got energy enough to come back another year and do this all over again no I said I was gonna finish this this year I gotta finish this. And and so I, I took pain and I said, you know what? If you bold enough to make me feel you, then I'm bold enough to make you feel me. <laughs> and I'ma get you out of me every time. And that's when I came back and you I made never, your face strong. I make I listen because it was so strong, Doc. I come back and I tear my tricep a little bit at practice and I couldn't tell nobody what I Yeah, was yeah. Yeah. They say Ray, you tore it again. I, I the said, stories they don't know. I said, I need to get a re-image. I said, can you re-image it? She re-imaged it. She said, you see this little white stuff? That's where it's done tore again, right? I'm, I'm, I'm less than three days away from playing against Andrew Luck. My city know that I'm coming back. What am I going to do? This wow. is Friday. What am I going to do? Say I can't go? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, That's why the book of Eli, the one of the movies Denzel played in the book of Eli, she asked him one time, she says, she said, how do you know that you're headed in the right direction? He says, because I walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. Doc, I couldn't tell you that after four games in the playoffs at 37 years old in a 17 years career, when you look on the most tackles in postseason history, that Ray Lewis name is there at number one with 51 tackles. Doc, my number 52. Now, you know what? <laughs> 
Yeah. One more, they might have cheated me. I might need to go back and check that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to know, what was it like? Did you tell Ozzy in person or on the phone when you were coming back? Like, I told you not, I told you not to put me on IR. Well, I didn't tell nobody. I showed up at practice and I practiced against, we, we, we was about to play Denver and I knew they kind of needed me to really play against Peyton. And they, they embarrassed us in Baltimore. Like, oh my gosh, they embarrassed us. And I left and went back to Arizona and I trained like two last weeks. And I said, you know what? I came back for the Giants game and I begged my team. I spoke to my team. I said, give me one win. Just give me one win and I'm back. And so they didn't really think about it. So I left, man. And I came back. We got ready to play the coach. I walked in. I told John Harbaugh, I said, coach, listen, I need to talk to the team. He was like, okay, you want to speak to him? I said, yeah, I want to speak to the team. And I got there and speak to, spoke to the team, and I actually spoke to them about my entire 17-year career, hmm. why I transitioned into the man that I was, why I took earrings out, why I stopped cursing, why I never, ever would be late to a meeting, why, why no matter how much money I have, why I would never curse in front of a coach, why everybody would be yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, why everybody would still be yes, sir, and no, sir. And I gave them all of that. And the last 30 seconds of that, I said, and I'm sorry to tell you, but this is my last ride. Mm. And, Doc, I'm telling you, man, I'm getting emotional now because I remember seeing those dudes' faces, man. And I saw the tears. Lord, rest in please, man. Clarence Brooks, Clarence Brooks, one of my D-line coaches, he said, and I saw his eyes, man. That man was crying tears. Mm. And I said, now you said it. Now you got to get them to believe in what you seen. And I seen confetti. Mm. Everybody else can say what they want to say. I seen confetti. Mm. The pain I went through, he promised me that if you put your face in a dream, if you put your face on the 40-yard line, every time these games are over, yeah. man believes in the possible, but I am a person of the impossible. Mm. And people mm. couldn't understand oh, why he crying, why he this. Yeah, Let me tell no you something. Idea. Men cry. Right. They showed it real emotions. You see, and man, I was I was hurting so bad, Doc. The pain and the electricity, every tackle I made, it was a shock to my body. So mm. I had to adapt to that to just keep fighting. I would punch linemen and my whole right side would just go numb. Jeez. And I and, and oh doc, man, if I if, if I can just if 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 we had a way that you can capture what what pain feels like from somebody else's perspective. My God, my God. And then, you know, that's, again, man, that's why I call it the, the faith ride. And, like, for somebody out there that's really dealing with stuff and you working on your faith and you building up your faith, you really have to understand that you got to come to the point, like, when you said this is my last ride, again, the playoffs hadn't started yet. Y'all could have lost the first round. Y'all could have lost in the Super Bowl. But then I knew that you was all right with the outcome no matter what. So for somebody, when you have in faith, faith really is about maybe not the outcome you expected, but because your faith so strong, you're okay with whatever it is. That's how connected you are. And so um, what a ride it was, man. Well, what I love about the phrase faith ride is that's a lifelong ride. So what you're, what you're teaching is like, this is, 
Yes, it was it was a powerful story, a part of Ray's story, and a huge part. But there's still so much more, and I see him do it every day um, that we're all a part of. And that faith ride is what every listener out there is on. So whether you're in a dark spot, whether you're struggling, whether you're whether you're getting pressed to do the wrong thing, you're on a faith ride, and it's going to take that effort. Go ahead. Never confuse the journey with the destination. Because along the journey, <laughs> to ever do something great, oh, you're going to have to come out your comfort zone. Mm. <laughs> to ever touch real greatness, you will come out your comfort zone. And that's why for me, Isaiah 54, 17 speaks, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And along that way, fiery darts was coming from every place it was supposed to come. You know where most of them was coming from? The people closest to me. Hmm. So what I'm telling somebody is when you get ready to go do what you need to do, maybe it's time to you disconnect from everything that you know does not help you. And that's why this guy, I connected to him. Why I thank him for being on today, because I connected with another spirit like mine, like minded people, the right spirits. And when we did fail. We looked at each other and said, we can't fail because failure is the things you've never done. That's what failure really is, right? It's not the workouts that I did. It's the ones that I missed. And and, and that's why I want to say personally, so people understand this and so he know this and he know know I'm not just saying this because he's here. I've, I've, I've prayed for many men to come in my life. And the moment God introduced me to this man, his daughter Naomi, that's my goddaughter. That's we take care of our we that that's mine. Mm-hmm. Anything ever went, I got you. That's the way we live, and that's the way we fought, and that's the way we failed, and that's the way we grew, and that's the way we corrected each other. And that's why iron sharpens iron, because man needs man's to sharpen man. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's always easy to find somebody to party with you, drink with you kick it with you, go to the club with you, but you ain't going to find too many people that's going to work with you. <laughs> they want to spend with you, but they won't work with you. Work and uh, we worked, man. And, we had uh, a vision. I, we had a real vision. And, yeah. and for me, man, that just really, him him being such a blessing really just helped me as a man. Um, and the, the desire, like, like he said, I grew energy from him. He grew energy from me. Iron sharpened iron, man. And um, sometimes you really have to get that, get that in your life, and get surrounded by those people. A wise man said, "What? Show me your friends. I'll show you your future." I remember when God couldn't bless me because I like to be liked by mm. people. So I've been through many processes where God had to purge me because I cared about what people said about me. Yeah, that's what's going on with Twitter and everything. There's a bunch of likes and and wow. You Instead know, of being respected. When right. God bless you. When God bless you. This this is about my last time. statement at the Super Bowl, the last time I scrapped up my cleats, he held the microphone. He said, What would you like to say? Look it up. I said, When God is for you, who can be against you? Yeah. Run your own race. Yeah. This won't be the last time he on, man, because like you see, bro, we got we got almost two decades. Uh, yeah, so much just more knowledge man. and just so much more. I just, yeah. I just wanted to grab people kind of into my world because me speaking about me is one thing, but when you hear from somebody who lived it, 
Yeah, I mean, who, I mean, like, I left him a message on his answer machine before every game for about 15 years straight. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't talk before the games, it's rituals. I mean, right. sometime after the game, after loss, we not even really talking. We just going to the car. My job is just, I'm just there, you know, because I'm in it too. You know, I'm like, you can't talk to me during the game. I, I did the blood, the sweat, the tears. I mean, I'm in it. So I'm, I'm honored to be blessed, man. I know it's not me. I'm just the average guy. And God gave me strength doing those workouts. I'm going to tell you, I'm not phenomenal. I'm not an Olympic athlete. But what I did do is stay consistent with the work. But I'm going to tell you, God strengthened me to get through those workouts, bro. I'm telling you, that wasn't me. And you hear us talk about him a lot because when you know it's beyond your control, you know you can't lift this weight. You know you can't run this fast, and God is making a way. You can't help but give him the glory. Well, your faith is strong. Your energy is powerful. Uh, your message is just beautiful and inspiring. I, I sincerely appreciate you coming on with us. I, I think you'll be back many more times. I think there's a lot more. Our listeners are going to want to hear from you as well. Um, I know I do. I want to get into some of the workouts, but I really appreciate you being here with us today. Um Ray, you got a final thought? You know what, Doc? I, I, I think I'm always end it kind of the way we started every one of our workouts, you know, and I would challenge people, regardless of religion, regardless of race, regardless of whatever. Before you go into a gym, give your spirit away first. Like, we pray our Father's Prayer wow. every time, man. And to my this kid, day. My kids, to this day, my kids will not start a workout without our Father's Prayer. I'm Every- talking about there was not one workout where our Father's Prayer wasn't praying. If you're having a bad day, you're like, okay, he going to the weights, I'm going to the weights. Okay, we both pissed off today. We both don't feel like being here. Nah, man, join hands. Bam! Then we get through the workout and it's a great day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I so mean. The final, wow, so, the final, so the final thought is is write it down. Write the vision, make it plain, and along the way, you will be tested. And if you're really chasing something, if you really want to be remembered forever, it's not how much money you'll make. It's not the fancy cars you may one day think to drive. It's to actually hear someone say, you changed my life by me watching your life. Mm. That's what that's what the weight room meant for me. because. Mm. And that's what this man means to me is that we sacrifice a lot of things that we gave up and we move forward as men. And now we can sit back and enjoy life with a cigar. <laughs> you know it. You heard it yeah. here from the legend and the man that was stood side by side with the legend and, and, and did the training. Monty, thank you again so much for joining us. It's an honor to be here, man. I appreciate the opportunity to talk Man, I I do. I I genuinely appreciate you. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast today. Subscribe to the podcast and you'll get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. And please help spread the word and bring in new listeners by going to our iTunes page and giving us a rating and a review. For more Tackling Life content, go to raylewis.com and drchristianconti.com. Plus, you'll find us on Facebook. Until next time, for Ray Lewis... 
I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.